Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And this is a fabulous day for me because I have my dear friend and our growing old gracefully fitness, yes, she's everything coach, <laughs> Pat Greenberg. Hi, Pat. Hi, Denise. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, please. I love being here. Thank you. You're so funny. You're so much fun. Thank you. And you know what? When we all get together, it's like we're kids again anyway, I, right? We, the years yep. drop mm-hmm. away, don't yes. they? That's mm-hmm. what laughter does yes. for you. <laughs> Well, Pat, I now okay. Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell our listeners something. Pat has a new book out. Pat's written several books, but her latest book is called "Eat Well, Live Well, Age Well." Isn't that something we're all trying to aspire to if we're beyond women beyond a certain age? So, because I Pat is a dear friend, I know I she gives me tips all the time. Okay. Uh, We talk honestly about aches and pains and things that are happening in our lives. And so today she's going to help all of us by giving us 10 steps to eat well, live well, age well. Also, Pat knows a tremendous amount, well, because she was a nutritionalist and called the fitness gourmet for what? How many years, Pat, have you been? It's about 30 now. About 30. (laughs) So she started last week Mm -hmm. and we're grateful. So Pat, Talk to us, because you have so much information to share, and it's fascinating. Thank you. Yes, eat well, live well, age well is uh, my new mantra, as well as everyone else who's concerned about what's happening to them as they age. And I'd like to say, without listing the resume, it's taken me about 18 years to write this book. Okay. Because the information about aging and aging well and the perils that we may face as we age has been evolving and changing and moving very quickly. But there are a few key things that just kind of stay the same. One thing I want to mention is that by the year 2030, um, 65 and older will be 21% of the population. And by 2035, 65 and older will surpass 18 and younger. That's amazing. Which means we're going to have a uh, top-heavy society. (laughs) And and I say that with all love. Of course. Um, We want to really start dispelling these myths about aging, that we all have uh, an attitude towards ourselves. We're all living in fear about aging because society has gone in such a bad direction in terms of not revering older people. Absolutely. We are shoved, Pat. Older people are shoved to the side, Mm -hmm. and we're... We're told that we're not, we can no longer compete. Do you know what I mean? I see it all the time. Absolutely. And we feel it in everything that we do. And that, that, you know, I have to tell you, it's funny that people, um, I write extensively in the book about this, actually. I got married later than the average bear in my generation. I got married at 37. I I remember that. And I had my daughter at 40. And Denise can remember, I, remember I was that. carrying an infant around at all the food shows and <laughs> conferences. And my husband and I did a speaking engagement. We had the baby carriage next to us. I know. And I was trying to be, you know, older. I was over 40. And those, those are challenges, also yes. having a new kid. So I can tell you from that aspect, um, it, was, it was very interesting and very challenging at the same time. But it showed me that you can do, really, so many things at an older age. That's right. And that, that I really want to emphasize uh, the also the other thing that I want more than anything in our society and worldwide is that when I was growing up, we respected my grandparents. Yes, we did not th- kick our grandparents to the curb. We didn't not go visit them. They were part of the family, I and know. I brought that value with me as my my parents unfortunately passed away young, which also led to my quest of really really searching aging well and taking care of yourself as you age. But, you know, my grandmother lived to be 98, and we spent time with her. My other grandmother lived to be in her 80s. 
And by today's standards, that's almost becoming normal. You know, people are hearing more and more about 80 and 90 year olds running around, running marathons, driving race cars, climbing trees. I'm not saying it's the smartest thing to do for everybody, but but what? Why not? We should, people should do what they want to do. If you're still good at your job, and what Pat's talking, when you say that, Pat, see, I know this. In my career, it took me a long time to be a good food stylist and a culinary producer. Now, I want to do other things, but I have an enormous amount of wisdom. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So just because I let my hair go gray and people think I'm older, that doesn't mean that I'm not smart and vital. So I think that's kind of the ageism that we fight all the time. Um, And no, I think that we need to respect our elders because they know a whole lot of stuff that we don't know. I will also put out to you that from a relatively young age, one of the saving graces for me is I really didn't care if I was cool or not. This Good whole point. concept of being cool and Good being point. included, I was able to shed that early <laughs> on because I reached a point where somehow I figured out, you know, you never go, there is no, remember the Shirley MacLaine movie, Being There? There's no being there. It's getting there. It's half the fun. The journey is half the fun. Yes. So, which brings me to what I really want to emphasize is life begins when you live it. So I tell people that life is short, even if you live to be a very old age. Yes. It just goes by so fast. Yes. I I hang out with my childhood friends. We can't believe, I'm 59. I just turned 59. And uh, part of me feels like, oh my God, I'm dangerously close to 60. Yep. 60 is that line of demarcation, but it really isn't. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing now. I'm going to try to work. I'm going to try to enjoy every minute I can every with minute. my family and friends and uh, take a nap in the afternoon if I feel like it and have that extra glass of wine and just not be so consumed with, you know, staying fit and young and perfect. You, you know what? And you are fit and young and perfect. It's really how you feel in the morning right. when you get up. Right. I'm a firm believer in, um, see, if we have to deny ourselves everything, then what's the point? Do you know what I mean? I mean, really, what's the point? I want to have, if I want to have a second glass of wine, I'm going to have mm-hmm. it. Or if I want to eat a piece of pumpkin pie for mm-hmm. breakfast, which I did, and then I didn't. Do you know what I mean? Yes. For, I didn't have any pie at Thanksgiving. And I had to, because we didn't have it at home, I went and bought a pumpkin pie. Good for and you. I ate a piece, and then I ate a second piece, and then I knocked on my next door neighbor's door, who's just lovely and thin, and I said to her, "Would you like this other half of pumpkin pie?" She said, "Oh, we'd love it." And I gave it away, so because I couldn't, I didn't eat any more pumpkin pie, but I had two pieces that I loved. <laughs> you know, caring for yourself now is key. Yeah. Okay. We uh, all, uh, some of us who um, cared for families for many years and not ourselves, and you kind of wake up one day and you go, "Okay." Now what do I do with myself? Where am I? There's so many <laughs> things you can do with yourself. You can knit. You can take up swimming. You can build dollhouses. You can become an interior designer. You can go and just volunteer. Volunteer. You can go back and get another degree. And if one thing I want to reach out, because I think not only are older people being shunned, people with disabilities are being shunned, and people who don't have the wherewithal are being shunned, uh, there are so many resources out there and so many wonderful ways for you just to get out, go to a senior center, go to a community yes. center, go for a walk in the park. You know, I we're going to get to that in a little bit with fitness and nutrition, but one of the things that I, I thought was brilliant, and I remember people doing this 30 years ago, is drive over to the mall and walk around, do a couple of laps Absolutely. around there. And that in itself is an amazing amount of uh, just invigorating fitness. Go to the park. You know, you go to the mall if it's not if you're in cold weather climates That's or it's right. not so nice out. 
go to the park. Sometimes taking care of a dog is too much for someone. Yes. Go volunteer at an animal shelter. That's right. You know what my favorite, when I was in Beverly Wood, there was a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And, but what was amazing about it, clean and lovely, big McDonald's. But here's the thing. There was a big center table, Pat, with about 10 seats. And if you went there between 8 and 10, you saw that the seats rotated. Mm-hmm. It was like a walker's club. And then they were ordering the McDonald's, you know, the the white egg, egg white mm-hmm. one. They, you could see the changes. But when I asked one day, the young girl at the counter said, oh, they're a group of, there's 10 or 15 of them. They meet here like every morning. One or two of them had been widowed. They have a coffee together. They, so right. they made McDonald's their social club. But And they brought their newspapers and they did their, but talk about, they made a community right. in a spot that cost them nothing, nothing but a cup of coffee. Absolutely. And McDonald's loved it. Right. McDonald's was right. telling people about it. Right. Okay. It's amazing. So there, you can make a new community and a new life for yourself just about anywhere. If okay. You try. One, of, one of the great loves of my life is Jane Fonda. I don't know what anybody yes, thinks about I love, I Jane, love Fonda Jane Fonda. Too. Me too. And something she says over and over and over again now, even she's going on 81, she said, You can be happy at any age. True. You can find happiness and you can find joy at any age. And I love that and I keep repeating. It, but I have to credit her with that because That's a it great, really was, honey, you know, it's... One of her books is called, it talks about your third act, and right. I'm sorry, I'm not sure I have the correct title, okay. but I read it as soon as it came out because um, it's a woman who's made, who's made a conscious effort to enjoy herself and also to learn about yes. herself. Yes. It's a wonderful book. Very insightful. Yes. Um, I, and I also want to touch on the physiology of aging a little bit, how we age, physical changes in the body what's normal versus something that you might have to look into. So the physiology of aging is that you just can't avoid it. I, I don't <laughs> love the term anti-aging for that reason. You can, get, um, your, your, you can get your face fixed and you can get your legs lifted. There's all kinds of plastic surgeries sure. out there now. But you do age internally. And I actually interviewed a dermatologist yesterday um, because I went and had my annual, actually biannual now, mole check. Got and it. I had a discussion with him about internal aging and he says yes it's like anything else if you get a, get a brand new car and you leave it in the garage for 10 years it'll still look gorgeous on the outside but there's internal aging and you have to pay attention to your internal aging yes and that is not is to shame or to scare in fact on the contrary don't be afraid if go to the doctor and get an accurate account of where you are physically just That's get your baselines done. Good information. I say it over and over, and people say, oh, I have high cholesterol. And I say, well, what is it? I don't know. The doctor just said I have high cholesterol. Take the paperwork home. Make them print it out. Take it with you. You have a baseline. And that way, if you have to go on a cholesterol-lowering diet or you have to take a medication, you, you can know do what it, it is. That's and you right. know what you're doing. You're not walking around with taking a shot in the dark as to if you're going to feel better. So, you know, nutrition obviously pl- plays a huge role in that. Um, and I, I really have to say, a lot of people get scared by this. Everything you did before 30 pretty much will dictate the second half of your life, as scary as that may sound, and the third half. All of your bone density is, is built. You're, you're fully grown by 30. And see, but it I should be mean, dead. Yeah, we I'm all should. I know. We all say that. We all say that. <laughs> but the truth is that you, you live much longer beyond that, hopefully. And um, keep in mind going forward, doesn't matter what you did before, doesn't matter how you ate. I don't put people on diets. What I tell people is bite-size solutions. Just walk a little bit more. Yes. um, Eat a little bit less sweets. Stay off the sugar. 
you know, we're going to talk about that too, is inflammatory foods. The big buzzword now is inflammation and inflammatory foods. But it's so important, Pat. It's very important. I'm going to speak about that You've another taught time me about when we get together. I know. You now, taught me about What inflammation. is inflammation? You cut your finger and the finger swells. You break your ankle, the ankle swells. Uh, you have an infection in your body. The white cells go and they attack it. So that is normal inflammation. It, it's a way of protecting your body. Um, abnormal or chronic inflammation is when you are constantly inflamed. Got it. Now, what does that mean? That means there's an area in your body that is tricked into thinking something's wrong, so your body keeps responding, keeps sending out the killer cells. And over time, it starts to destroy the healthy cells as well. So it has been linked, inflammation's been linked to dementia, heart disease, um, diabetes, and just chronic not feeling well. Yes, yes. And to certain certain cancers. So again, what we want to do is I can't say it enough, is just get back to eating whole foods. And you guys spend so much time talking about foods. Yes. And I think that what's very, very important is I don't think I'm going to turn people around into becoming cooks. I always tell people, stop buying pots and pans at 60 because you're not going to be Martha Stewart. It just isn't going to happen. You know, your desires change. They do. But go into Trader Joe's or go into the supermarket, buy a pre-prepared, you know, tray of vegetables or yes. fruits and, and keep that in mind. I think what we want you to do is stay away from the soda, the cookies, the candy, yeah. um, the, the white flour and the chips. You have it once in a while, but those are the things that cause inflammation. Sugar is, I've gotten sugar out of my diet completely because my blood sugar started to climb. Diabetes runs in my family. Wow. And you could say, oh, you run marathons and you yeah. take incredible care of yourself. There's a reality in aging, and there's a reality in predisposition. So, is predisposition is a big yes. deal. And Very big so, deal. Um, we don't know. Uh, nobody really knows what triggers some of these things. But as far as nutrition goes, is eating whole foods and eating together with other people. When you yes. eat, when you're lonely, uh, what's the acronym? Is halt. When you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you don't take good care of yourself. Oh, no, I haven't heard that before, but that could yeah. describe about the ten, yeah. the last 10 years of my life when I was working 60 or 70 right. hours a week. Right. Halt. 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 Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Do not allow yourself mm. to get too much of any of those things. That kind of may be hit too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, Pat. I, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I've noticed all of it since I've been working less, everything. I have lost 11 pounds. Uh-huh. My thyroid, I finally spent some time getting it checked. Good. Good. I have more time to take a lovely long walk every single day with my dogs. And the glass of wine that I used to have to have every day after work because it was because I was angry at my clients or hated someone or the photographer or all of the above. Um, I had to have that glass of wine. I've realized now that I'm not doing that mm-hmm. anymore. I don't have to have a glass of wine at night time. That's it's remarkable. On the rare occasions that I, I know, it's, it's, it's amazing how your emotions will reveal change, themselves. Change. They never, it's, uh, I always uh, like the analogy that you're you putting 12 ounces in an 8-ounce cup. You just can't take the stress anymore. You can't take the overload. That's right. And so you explode. So you drink. So you eat a bag of chips. and you whatever. All those things. So let's try to get a handle on that. The, everything is related at the risk of sounding too woo-woo. The mind, the body, the spirit, it is all oh, one. it's all related. And they all dictate to each other what's happening. Um, so try to be mindful. And I was starting to say on the rare occasions that I do um, counsel nutrition, which I haven't in a very long time, but um, people are starting to come back to me now about nutrition and aging. 
And what I say is one thing at a time. Eliminate one thing. Yes. Don't, don't go in the refrigerator and throw everything out and start all over again. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to drink shakes. I'm going to join a club online. Just try to do one thing at a time and do one. That one positive action that you take it's will set, absolutely the, true. set the ball in motion for you to do to others. And I, and I can't tell you enough how much it, how important it is to, to dine with other people, if you can, is to try to get out. And back to your example of the McDonald's, yes. going out and having a cup of coffee with someone or having lunch with you someone know, makes if, you, helps you make better choices in also, every aspect of your if life. If you're lonely, mm-hmm. you go and have a cup of coffee. I don't care what. Have a sandwich with the girlfriend. You're, it, it changes your. It changes everything. Changes everything. Changes that everything. Day. And um, lonely is a terrible. Can be a very bad, very hard as we get older. It is, and I, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit too. Now, when it comes to um, the word fitness, is funny. I use it quite often. I am the fitness gourmet, um, but all leads, all roads lead to movement as we age. So you want to improve your improve your strength, your agility, and balance is critical. Critical. Even now at. The age of madness, fit as I like to think I am, when I get on a ladder, I become frightened. Oh, yeah. I feel uneasy. I feel like I have to hold on. And some of that is just bravado when you're young. You climb a mountain, you climb a ladder, you don't think about it. And it still can be somewhat dangerous. But with age, you know, have somebody with you if you can. Don't don't be afraid to to ask for help. One of the things I, I really, really want to mention in all of this is that I know people gain weight and then they're embarrassed to go to the doctor. Yes. Or they're embarrassed to get on the scale. They don't want to know the number. That's right. Knowledge is power. Go in the closet, go in the bathroom, lock the door, weigh yourself, take your measurements and write it down in a secret piece of paper and hide it. (laughs) But just know what it is. And I do that once a month. I get on the scale and I check my measurements. I don't need to. It's probably a little overkill. But I will tell you, it makes a because when you hit menopause, that's wonderful. Pat. When you hit menopause, everything will change. Your hormones will change. Your physiology will change. You yes. need to get a checkup. You don't know if something underlying thing is kicking in, and all of a sudden you've hormones gained ten pounds for a woman. My biggest thing is that I've gained about five since menopause, and I'm not worried about it. But what I worry about are what are the underlying causes that are making me not feel well. Gotcha. And that's what I recently had checked. So the cardiologist, he said, anything else you want to tell me? And I said, yeah, this, that, and the other. These are the changes. He said, in general, you came out, your cholesterol came out very high. And he said, what's been going on? I said, we've been under tremendous amount of stress the last six to eight months. Give me a couple of months to get it down. If I don't, I'll consider a cholesterol-lowering drug. But never in my life did I ever think that my numbers would ever be near that, but they are. And I have to accept. Of course, that. and you we talked about this around about there are pre you're pre sometimes we're predisposed, predisposed to things yes. because of genetics. Yes. And yes. and the opposite of that, exactly for you, nobody in my family ever it's never been high cholesterol. Okay. Okay. They either have a massive heart attack without cholesterol problems and they're just gone. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One day we're eating the plate of pasta and the next day they're dead. Now I go. I have my cholesterol checked. They always say the same thing to me. You're an athlete, right? When it's a new doctor, I go, huh? Yeah, I walk from my car. What are you talking about? But I have, I've eaten enough fat and dairy since I went to chef school Mm -hmm. for a small country in Africa. Okay. But that's not one of the issues I have. So I think when you talk about predisposed, which is so important, people, not only do you have to keep records of your own health, you need to know what happens in your family. That's correct. Are you, did your mother have breast cancer? Did you, you know, Mm -hmm. how did your parents die? 
You know, it's such an upper. And that's what I always try to tell people now, too, is that um, if you don't know, try to ask family members if there's any prevailing themes in in the family. But what the cardiologist told me was very interesting. He said people who are five pounds above the ideal weight of their body type yes. live longest. <gasps> so with a little bit of weight on you, um, you have a little bit of a cushion and you'll do a little bit better. Oh, and that's said, what okay, I've been good. doing. So, I'm so um, grateful. Talking about weight charts, just don't even Instead look of a at cushion, them. I've got a couch, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you an analogy. I'm five foot two. And a, well, I was two and a half. I think I shrunk. I'm five foot two. So the weight range at my height is 110 to 144. Okay. So I want people not to be so worried. Um, yes, I want right. you to be more worried about how you feel. I well, want see, you to be is, way more worried about how you feel absolutely. than what you weigh and how you look. There you go. If something doesn't feel right, you're excessively tired. What's excessively tired? When you sleep and you feel refreshed, you're probably okay. If no matter how much you sleep, you still feel very, very fatigued, you feel mind fuzzy, mind yes. fuzz, um, or you just feel uneasy. You know, anxiety disorder, which I have <gasps> also, is a symptom of a hormone um, disorder as well. And contrary to the popular belief that when a woman hits menopause between 51 and 55, let's say, is the range, and there's no hormones left in your body. That's None. not true. <laughs> it seems like it, and you are estrogen depleted, and you are a little bit out of whack, and you may grow some hair on your face, and... Um, <laughs> Some flab. I asked you to not talk yeah. about my mustache, yeah. but oh no, she had to go there. <laughs> and flab on the back of your ass. The bottom Again, line is, Pat, <laughs> that doesn't mean you don't have hormones. What that means is your body goes into protective mode, and hair and body fat are protective measures. Oh. So your body's trying to protect you. I love my mustache I now. I feel so I much know. better. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking in the mirror with my tweezers, going, "Okay, what okay. do I have to tackle?" That's today? a whole show by itself. But I, I really want you to. I really want you to embrace the audience that a lot of the, the again they're natural as we age. There's things that are natural to aging, so please get them checked if you feel that something's not right. This was a fascinating discussion with Pat, and we talked for nearly an hour, so we've decided we're going to cut it in half, and we will post number two next week. So thanks for listening. Bye-bye.